0: You're listening to the Gay AF Comedy Podcast, your queer comedy fix with Robert Watson and Dylan Mahaney. On today's podcast, Rob talks about why comedians should not be hot, and we answer your flaming questions in our latest segment of Gay Flaming. But first up, it's stupid gay headlines. I, I just remembered that we had the <laughs> yeah, we do that thing. The, the music. Okay, well, well,
1: okay. Okay, we got news to get.
0: we got news to get through. What's what's our first story?
1: Okay, so Switzerland. Oh, oh, am I going first? Well, you just started, didn't you? Okay, okay, okay. So in Switzerland, they prohibited the ownership of just one guinea pig. Okay, why? Well, if you're going to own a guinea pig, you have to own two or more because they're so social and they shouldn't be left by themselves.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds like you
1: absolutely should not be left by yourself i well Unless
0: you okay. have two cats so but well okay yeah you probably believe that in general that if you're going to own one pet you should own two so that they have someone to be around while you're out is that do you believe that personally because i actually that's one of the reasons why i don't have a pet mm-hmm. it's because i'm like oh, i'm gonna leave all day and you know also oh, they're gonna poop on the floor
1: yeah. <laughs> okay so a few things i love to be left alone i love being alone
0: Okay, so you're not a guinea pig, is what you're saying? No,
1: no. I am, um, I don't know, a bald eagle? No, they have mates. I don't know. I'm a lone wolf. I would
0: never call myself a bald eagle just for certain hair reasons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I, I am my own best friend. So I do like to be alone, but I need attention. So, that's, so just, that's weird. You're your own best
0: friend, but you need attention. Meaning you need more friends than yourself. You're yes. basically saying that your your best friend isn't doing it for you.
1: I need validation. I don't <laughs> validate I can't validate myself. I need other people to do it. But the idea with guinea pigs, so I've owned guinea pigs as oh, a good. as a child. We had guinea pigs.
0: That and noise they make when they're happy is so annoying. But anyways, go on.
1: They also make it when they're upset. Oh
0: shit. So they just make that noise.
1: They just make that, what <laughs> is <it> that like <laughs> Something
0: like that. Oh gosh, we're gonna cut that one. Uh,
1: Yes, (laughs) Um, yeah, they do make that sound. They do. They do make that sound for anything. Like if you if if you have like lettuce and and you you're breaking the lettuce, they know it. But all of that to say, even if you were home, the guinea pig is going to be in the cage, so it's going to be by itself. If you just have one. So if you have two, then they're in the cage together, and they can. and they can make more guinea pigs. Oh my god! A baby guinea pig is so disgusting. I'll bet. Uh, even an adult guinea pig is disgusting. But they are social. Now, I do have two cats. Mm-hmm. The reason why I have two cats is because my my preferred cat, Alaska, he's a male, and and my other one is a male as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's very social. He's too social, so he does need to have a friend. But now that's he, the
0: one that like climbs all over you, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. People who follow Dylan probably have seen this cat sitting on on Dylan's shoulder. Yeah, my, my during, orange one. Yes. Yeah. Your most popular videos, by the way. Anyways, go on.
1: Yes, yes. So so I do think that mandating that if you're going to get a pet, you got to get two because they need to have company.
0: No, I, think, I agree with that.
1: I think that's, you know, and it's Switzerland after all. they are yeah. not known for being very stern and enforcing rule
0: well i mean they're neutral in every war so they have to get upset about something i guess (laughs) so guinea pigs the the one stance they'll take is rodents (laughs) all right here's the next story a woman in india has set the world record for the highest number of teeth in one person's mouth at 38 38 teeth she has okay is it (laughs) how many teeth do you have do you know I literally had to count my own teeth after I read that. I have 28 teeth. So she has 10 more teeth in her mouth than I do.
1: Okay. Okay. So here's the question. How many teeth does a normal person have if they don't get any taken out?
0: Okay. If you don't, I think it's 32 because I did have four wisdom teeth pulled out Uh and I am for all intents and purposes, normal. So
1: (laughs) I did. I did. Okay. I did read an article years ago (laughs) that the longevity of your life can be predicted by the number of teeth that you have. Oh shit! I just
0: removed four of my teeth when I was nineteen, so I lowered my own lifespan. Yes, just by going to the dentist.
1: This woman's gonna live till she's like four hundred. Good for her. I, oh, here. Okay, here's
0: the thing. She's not done yet. She has two more teeth waiting to come out. <laughs> she's going to have forty teeth at the end of whenever this is. But yeah. Oh, so I I saw the picture and it's like she. So she's got teeth growing like multiple layers in, like you know, like how shark teeth grow. Uh-huh. She's basically a human uh-huh. shark. She and you know, attractive woman. I got to say, she's a, an attractive woman. I just won't be asking her for anything oral anytime uh, yes. soon. Yes.
1: Yeah. I I do feel like that that would be a, a problem. You know, for my teeth, I have. I actually have all of my wisdom teeth.
0: Oh, good for you! Congrats.
1: Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. You know what? People who can keep their wisdom teeth, they have big mouths.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do have a big mouth.
0: Anyways, yes, but you're gonna say. <laughs>
1: uh, so I did have one tooth removed, though. So I have I have 31
0: teeth. 31 teeth, an odd number of teeth. Which side has those teeth? This side. <laughs> this side. The left side for those oh. <laughs> of you listening at home. <laughs> All right, what's our next headline? Oh, my God.
1: Okay, so studies have shown that we're actually more creative in the shower. Damn it, and I never have a pen. (laughs) (laughs) Be hard to grip. So the thing is, the warm water is, it it increases the flow of dopamine. Oh, that makes sense to me. Like, y'all, I always feel good when I get in the shower. And, you know, I do,
0: like, maybe, like, that's why people like to sing in the shower. Mm -hmm. Their brains just become more active. Have you ever thought of any jokes? Like, did oh, you do okay. joke writing in the shower?
1: Okay, so I actually, when I'm about to go and do a show, mm-hmm. that's where I go through, I run through the entire show mm-hmm. in the shower. Okay. So sometimes it can, a shower could take me, you know, 30, 40 minutes in the shower because I'm running through my entire set. <laughs>
0: Which is like five minutes long, but go on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, I also think of new punches. Oh, that's great. So, but you, So you do find actually standing in the shower... Yes, more so than like sitting down and writing or or kind of like riffing with people. I find being in the shower is a nice quiet space for me. I had no idea that the heat of the shower would actually help create some some creativity. But I, I do have to say other creative things that people could do in the shower together. I'm not a fan of it.
0: Okay, so if there's another person, you do less thinking in your shower.
1: No, I don't want another person in my well, shower. Well, no, they're, they're cramped and crowded
0: most of the time. That's why. That's the main reason.
1: I'm an adult. It's too hot. Yeah, I don't
0: want anybody. Else. It's alone time for me. Oh, I mean, good for you for thinking that much in the shower. The most I think in the shower is like, should I pee? That's <laughs> the as answer far as is my always thinking. no. Famously, Madonna, back in uh, a long time ago that I don't want to admit to actually seeing live, she said to David Letterman that peeing in the shower is actually really good for you because it helps reduce your chances of catching athletes' foot. <laughs> that madonna is not a doctor as far as i know but that is what she said
1: i don't know if she's somebody that you'd want to be getting health tips from <laughs> <laughs> i mean good point i'll
0: think about that next time i'm in the shower yes okay and our last headline for today is a marathon runner in scotland has had his third place finish revoked after it was discovered he drove for part of the race now this is right up your alley because you're running these days aren't you
1: i guess
0: would I... you drive for part of a marathon are you kidding? Me? I mean, you don't want to get disqualified, but if you could get away with it, would you do it to Absolutely. get a better placement?
1: Absolutely. I am a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. If there is an opportunity for me to cheat, I will do it.
0: Good for you. And I'll remember that the, the next time I'm going out to dinner and we're settling the
1: bill. Listen, listen, <laughs> playing Monopoly with me, I am always the banker and I am always getting a tip. Great. I never, I never lose that Monopoly. By the way, have you ever finished Monopoly?
0: I mean, I finished Monopoly as in, like,
1: I'm not playing
0: anymore. Yeah. That's the only way you finish Monopoly, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think it actually has an ending.
0: Well, it ends when you're broke, I guess, and... But well, I, mean, I mean, our lovely friend Daphne Joseph's like hates Monopoly because she's like, I'm already broke in real life. I don't need to be broke for fun. I do love that. Love you, Daphne Joseph. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that's our gay headlines.
1: All right. Up next, what are we doing? Now, I want to get to something very important. Okay. Rob? Oh, oh yes. Oh, this is for me. Okay. You have an obsession.
0: I'm obsessed might be a strong word, but go ahead.
1: You are m&m on mariah carey obsessed about what though so i have been hearing from you i've been hearing that you don't think good-looking people should be doing comedy
0: that's an exaggeration good-looking people can do comedy you just can't be hot
1: okay okay like name a celebrity that would be good looking and a celebrity that would be hot just for context.
0: Okay, so for example, I would t- you're a comedian that's, like, okay to look at. <laughs> Maybe not on stage, but when you're not on stage, people <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, Dylan's a good-looking guy. It's the comedians that do thirst traps that bother me. Because mm-hmm. if you're doing thirst traps, thirst traps aren't funny, are they? No. They're not supposed to be. I mean, okay, I'm going to tell you. So I think people, like, God bless you. I think you're actually good comedians, but if you're too hot to be doing it. Mateo Lane, stop it. We know what you're up to, Okay. You're just like, oh, here's a thrift job. Oh, and I do a comedy show. Want to come see me and imagine me naked while I'm just spewing off jokes that you won't remember? Or who's the other guy? Joel Kim Booster. Stop it once again. I know your whole shtick is just talking about all the sex you have. And great. Good for you. And I get it. You have a body that people want to have sex with. I'm here to listen to comedy. Okay? I don't want to be distracted. Mm -hmm. And I... Quite honestly, I don't want to have to work out just for people to think that I'm a good comedian. Right. I think that's so stupid. I Like, we're supposed to be counterculture. We're supposed to be pointing out what's wrong with society. We're supposed to be the antithesis of what popular culture. We're challenging it. How can you be challenging popular culture when you're participating in it as, uh, forgive me, thirst trap influencer that's trying to just get people to follow you so you can sell a show and make money? Once again, that's not you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, tell me what you think. Do you agree with me? Like, do you think it's wrong? I think it's morally reprehensible for comedians to be hot. And women, this goes for women, too. I don't think you should be too hot. I think everyone should be like a fortune findster doing their comedy. Uh, That's probably mean. But that's the comedian I want to listen to. Someone who's maybe struggled a bit as opposed to being like, oh, my God, this guy was in my DMs and blah, blah, blah. Forget it. Anyways, what do you think? I... (laughs)
1: I do. I think comedy in itself should be very relatable and, mm-hmm. and it needs to be consumable by the regular people.
0: Yeah. Oh, and once again, I want to say the people that I've mentioned are all good comedians. Yes. I just don't like the distraction. I'm here for the comedy. Like, okay. I had friends who were like who don't come to gay F comedy at all. They don't come to any comedy show. They come to me. Oh, we love Mateo Lane. He was so good. I asked him, do you remember a joke he said? They could not quote one joke. And I know he has jokes. They could not quote one joke because they're too busy thinking about what he looks like underneath those pants. And I tried to get them to admit that they would not. They're like, no, it's really funny. Fuck off. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Once again, though, your opinion.
1: (laughs) I mean, I, for me, more important than looks. This is going to make me sound so not conceited. I am. But more important than looks, I want somebody who has life experience. And I think it's difficult for pretty people to just go through life being pretty. Well, yeah. I mean, you do get things sort of offered to you, yeah. you know,
0: like, uh, who was it? I had a, one of our comedian friends said he, he hung out with like some model and it was like he was absolutely invisible standing next to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Granted, I'm trying to think how attractive was that comedian that said that to me? I was like, oh, maybe it makes sense.
1: <laughs> Nail. How would you take somebody like a Mateo Lane? And I mean,
0: any way I could, but you mean comedy-wise.
1: How, how could you take him and make him more relatable, I guess, less hot? Should he go. let himself go?
0: You know what? Let yourself go. Let's see how funny you are. There we oh. go. Yeah, let's see how funny you are when, you know, you've lost all your hair and you didn't actually buy that hair transplant that you can actually afford.
1: So do the whole, do the whole Tyra Banks thing. When, remember when she had her talk show, she put on a fat suit and she went oh, to the public. Oh
0: yeah, that made some people mad
1: though. Well, of course, because it was terrible. Yeah. She, <laughs> she contributed, you know, Tyra Banks, she contributed so much to toxicity in, in the world and yet comedians should go through that. I mean, yeah, I mean, do it
0: without that actual fat suit, like get actual fat. Yeah. <laughs> And that is not a shaming thing. I, that is not a body shaming thing. I love all body types, but I, that's, and that's exactly why I have a problem with this idea of comedians suddenly having to live up to, you know, looking a certain way. Like, what would George Carlin have done if he had to have uh, six-pack abs and showing workout videos every two days just in order to have his following? When comedy becomes secondary to,
1: yeah.
0: to what it is you do, then I, honestly, are you a comedian anymore? Are you just a hot guy that happens to tell some jokes and is easy
1: on the eyes? I got it. I, I got it. Comedy and stand-up comedy has always been a safe space for regular people. Anybody could go. The misfits, the standouts, the the people who are (laughs) outcasts. And now it's being infiltrated by really sexy people. Disgusting. Yes.
0: So I just want to say, folks, if you are hot... Don't become a comedian, okay? We've we've got enough of them that are bothering us, so... I mean, chances are, they're only laughing at you because they want to get in your pants. So think about that next time, hot people, that you're telling a joke. You're not as funny as you think you are. (laughs) Am I obsessed? You're so obsessed. (laughs) So obsessed. All right, well, that's that. What was our last thing we were going to do today? What's our last thing? We got some gay-splaining. Oh, gay-splaining. We are gay-splaining. We're going to put a song in here. (laughs) But, so we have a question today from an actual viewer, no, listener. 't read view these things a reader viewer someone who likes us has sent us a question for us to answer because they value our opinion because they don't know us that well yeah so the question is should
1: I date younger men and how
0: okay oh I need. you know what? I need some context is this person like the person who's written written this question about how old are they well she didn't show. you would never ask a lady or her age a lady or a gay man for that matter people have asked me my age before and they never ask it a second time I've experienced it. Yeah, actually, you have. Although you got mad. At me. Okay, are you are you willing to say your age number? On, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Okay, so you are? I'm 33. Yes, and a few weeks ago, I said, oh, you're 34. The gay gasp that came out of you of how dare you at one year. Like, I have a significant number of years on you. And I was just like, how can you get? You're not going to deal with your 40s well, is all I can tell you. I'm sure I will. Okay, anyway. Okay, well, okay, let's say this person yes. is in yeah. their... 40s. Let's say they're in their 40s and want to date someone younger, say in their 20s. Should should we do that as our hypothetical? scenario? Should you date them? I mean, I think you have to have certain priorities and things in mind if you're going to date someone significantly younger than you. You know, I did date someone younger when I was younger. It wasn't that big of a gap, but it felt like it at the time. And once this kid, I called him the kid, probably wasn't a good idea when I was dating him. Uh, He he found other men. He discovered that there were other men. And so oh. he just came out. We were both at school. And he was like, oh, I haven't met any gay men. You're one. Can we fuck? And I was like, yeah. So we dated for about six months. And then he found out that there were other men. And uh, that was the end of it for me. So maybe you have to think about what it is you actually want from a relationship. And if it is like, I want to fuck young bodies, maybe that's the reason. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know.
1: I think I do enjoy dating... A younger man. Just one. I, I typically date one, <laughs> one, one, one one at a time. One of them at a, at a yeah, time And Here's out. the thing: the the age gap is important because if you're dating somebody who's let's say ten years younger than you.
0: I mean that's a, yeah. See age the amount of age gap too. Yes. That's a good question. So. Yes.
1: So so like five years, mm, not that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. But when you are going like ten years, that's a that's like a generation. Isn't it the decade? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd be that. I'd be like,
0: a millennials now sleeping with a Gen Z. Ooh, ooh yes. taboo. Uh, oh, here's a question. What's the biggest age gap between you and? Let's not say dating. Let's let's go even more base. Uh, what's the biggest age gap between you and someone you've slept with? Oh, either younger and then older.
1: I okay, so I, I dated somebody who was, oh my god, I think he would have been like 16 years older than me.
0: Oh, snap. How long ago was this?
1: I was 21.
0: Mm, were you fresh out? Was the welcome wagon just
1: bringing you home there? He was a youth minister in the Catholic deistees. What well, like you do.
0: <laughs> that explains why he wanted someone younger.
1: <laughs> he was a very kind man. We oh, had sure. to stop dating, though, because he had too many kidney stones. Oh gosh, those do get in the way. <laughs> oh, is that an ejaculation? Nope.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> that was just a kidney stone. Ah, it hit me in the eye. Okay, that was a tangent. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. So, what's the youngest,
1: the youngest age gap? Like, uh, the,
0: uh, I know.
1: would say probably probably ten years. And I didn't, I didn't even really know. Actually, no, it would have been like eleven years. Oh my god, that man. is.
0: That's significant.
1: Yes. Now, here's the thing. When you're dating somebody.
0: They, okay, let's just, let's point yes. this out, though.
1: Legal. Of course. Okay, I just want to point that out. People, like,
0: people who are homophobes listening to this might be like, oh, we want to read into it. So good. Yes, all legal, everybody.
1: Yeah. And yes, so, so the thing is, though, is that when you are dating somebody who is younger than you, and, you know, they could be mature, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're dating like mature, somebody yeah. in, in their 20s, you're in your 30s, you're dating somebody in their 20s, the thing is, they're friends. Are also in their twenties.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: And you're not going to want to hang out with their friends.
0: No, oh, you know what? That's true. With my younger <clears throat> hookup friend boyfriend, we never. Yeah, it wasn't great hanging out with the younger friends, so we just never did. We just no. Were we boyfriends? Or were we just booty calls? I think we were an extended booty call. Now, when I think about it,
1: it sounds like you were kind of like Edge of Seventeen movie or something.
0: I mean, Edge of Eighteen because it was legal. No, he was nineteen, and I was twenty-four. Five-year difference. Yeah, which at that age, at that age, could be it's considered significant. I was yeah. finishing school, and he was starting. Just starting his yeah. life. He's yeah. a gay man from Uxbridge. Yeah, it was a good time. Oh, I mean, it is fun sleeping with someone younger. It is like not, like not maybe not as like a you know you're not going to get the time, love, and tenderness that you might want out of that kind of relationship, but the sex is fun for a
1: while. Yes, I do. Enjoy the company of a younger man. Mm-hmm. It it is nice. It's refreshing. It makes you feel like you know you're hip and you're with it.
0: Yeah, and think younger people have that like that new car smell too. It's really, like odd, you, know, you just step in, you pull down the pull down the underwear, and you're just like, oh yeah, this is new,
1: isn't it? <laughs> Should you date a younger man? Yes, everybody go should. For it. It. Everybody should experience
0: it. Adjust your expectations is maybe what I would say. Yeah. So, because you didn't ask me, how it's the oldest man I've dated? Oh, uh, I think I. I think okay. I was a dirty little twink, and I definitely would go. I think. And honestly, I think it was on Christmas Eve. I landed my oldest uh, lay. This is when I was living alone no well, not alone but with a roommate and I was like it was a boring christmas no family around or anything so i went to woody's and picked up some guy he said that he was the main actor on this kid's show called marvin's magic oh
1: my god he is not
0: that was a lie but we went back to his hotel room. He was easily—I was easy—I was probably twenty-three, twenty-four. So about around the same year, I was dating the youngest guy. Uh-huh. I had most because he was like fifty-three or something like that. So that was a good thirty years older than oh, me. What like? Yeah, he was, he was daddy. And he uh, he was trying to tell me he wanted to take me to his home in the Bahamas. But then he had to pick up his phone because his mom was calling him. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out. So I snuck out while he was sleeping. It was Christmas Day. And he phoned me like five times. I didn't answer. And I was like, Merry Christmas, bitch.
1: Anyway, <laughs> I love the fact that he picked you up. By being like, oh, remember that childhood show you watched as a child? And
0: I said, no, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, which, remember. Is, which is probably why he was like, great, now this guy won't know who I am. <laughs> and I can say I'm Marvin's oh, magic.
1: But God. wherever you are, fake Marvin. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Marvin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so did, I hope that that answered their flaming question Uh if we didn't, you know. Yeah, just mi- go for it. Maybe just do it. And or maybe ask an actual advice columnist. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> our one little warning. <laughs> but that's been today's episode of Gay Comedy Podcast. We had a great time. We hope you did too. We're all about just, you know, spreading joy and love and all that gay shit. So, folks, have a great day if uh, you're not and if you're wait a minute. Have a great day whether you're not or if you are. Continue having a great day. We got to figure out how to end these podcasts huh? <laughs> Okay.
1: This is the end of the podcast.
0: There we go. Oh, folks, always remember to to be proud to be gay as fuck. Say goodbye, Dylan. Goodbye. The Gay AF Comedy Podcast is a production of Gay AF Comedy. All songs and sound effects can be found on the YouTube free library because we're cheap. Follow us on Instagram. Stand Up Dylan, and this is Rob Watson. And you can follow Gay AF Comedy at Gay underscore AF underscore Comedy.